Welcome to Thoughts on Thriving, a holistic lifestyle and wellness podcast that's here to help you become the healthiest, happiest, most aligned version of yourself. I'm your host, Ava, a registered dietitian and wellness junkie. I'm so excited to have you here as I dive deep into meaningful conversations covering topics from nutrition and mental health to spirituality and self-development and everything in between with experts in many fields. I'm so happy you're choosing to learn how to thrive today. Let's get into the show. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Thoughts on Thriving, everyone. I am so excited for the first episode of 2023. I cannot believe it is the new year. I'm sorry if my voice sounds like this. I've lost it a little bit, so please bear with me. But I have another solo episode for you guys this week with the intention of kind of sharing what I'm doing for New Year's this year with setting resolutions, intentions, goals, and all the things that come with this time of year. I know it can be so overwhelming on social media and just in conversations with other people regarding this topic. So I just kind of wanted to simplify it for everyone and share my experiences, my thoughts, and some tips that I came up with. If you get overwhelmed by New Year's, if you have a lot of things you want to do but don't really know how to achieve them, or if you think, you know, New Year's resolutions are BS and you still have things you want to do but you don't really prescribe to what the kind of generic thing is in terms of setting goals for the new years and let's go and hustle culture and all that because I don't really agree with all that either but I still have things I want to do this year so I kind of wanted to share my perspective on all of it and simplify it for you guys. So I just kind of wanted to start by sharing where I'm coming from and my sort of background with all of this. I right now I'm not really huge on setting a ton of resolutions because I think they often get forgotten about by the end of January. I don't know about you guys, but I used to, when I was younger, set a lot of resolutions, make a list of all the things I wanted to do in every single area of my life, health, relationships, like my school stuff, career stuff, family, friendships, spiritual growth, self-growth stuff, all of it. And, you know, That is great if that's something that works for you, but I'm big on constantly just taking a look at everything I'm doing in my life and trying to optimize it. And so when I looked at, you know, the way I used to be doing things, I felt like, you know, this isn't working for me. I haven't really achieved all these things that I am saying I want to achieve. So obviously something's got to change. And I love the quote, nothing changes if nothing changes, because really, if you want to create change in your life, you're going to have to change your habits. You're going to have to change something in this physical realm. Of course, you can change your thoughts. You can change your thoughts, change your life. Like Dr. Wayne Dyer said, I totally agree with that. But you also have to set things in place in your life. And so a big part of that for me has been intention. And so now instead of resolutions, I just try to set intentions, which might sound like the same thing, But A, the word resolution doesn't really sit as well inside of me because resolution is like solving a problem, resolving. What are you trying to resolve? Like, I don't like to think of my life as having a lot of problems and me trying to fix them because that goes back to that perfectionistic tendency within me that I'm trying to let go of. So the word resolution doesn't really make me feel as good as the word intention does. And intentionality has really changed my life in the last couple of years. I've become a lot more intentional with my life. I've really learned how to 
actually put that into place in the last couple years and I could literally do a whole episode on that and I really want this episode to focus on intention as well because it's like how are we going to be intentional about our lives in order to get the things we want instead of focusing on the things we want and so you know that starts with setting yearly intentions and also being intentional in your day-to-day life. So what I do daily is set an intention every morning for my day. Sometimes if I forget in the morning, it'll be in the middle of the day, but I try to do it every single day. And that's an agreement I've really kept with myself and um, really committed to in the last year or so. And it just helps me focus on how I want to feel that day and where I want to focus my energy. And it really helps me streamline my energy for the day and kind of like learn to be more impeccable with my energy instead of being all over the place. And that's not to say that I don't get distracted or get all over the place. That's actually something I'm trying to work on this year. But being intentional with your day is kind of the first step, I think, to being intentional with your life. So that's one thing I kind of just wanted to start with and share in my experience. And intentionality is really, really important. There's a book by Dr. Wayne Dyer, one of my favorite people, um, who wrote this book called The Power of Intention. And if you're new to intentions, or being intentional with your life, or you want to be more intentional with your life, I would recommend this book, among others, to kind of learn more about intention and learn about how to really like implement that into your life. And so I was talking to my boyfriend about being more intentional about 2023 and about our yearly intentions and all this stuff a couple weeks ago. And he was sharing this idea with me that I really wanted to kind of share with you guys because I I think it really changed my perspective on all this and I've kind of implemented parts of this here and there but I really wanted to kind of make it a practice and start doing it this year and do it years to come especially if I see the results of it this year and see how I feel with it but often we talk about resolutions like I was saying or intentions goals whatever you want to call them manifestations if you're that's what you're into and when we talk about these things, we often focus on what we want to do. So it can kind of sound like a glorified to-do list for your year or if you're doing it for your month, for your month or even your week. And while to-do lists are one of my favorite things in the world, I really love my to-do lists. I think they keep me grounded. They keep me on track. You know, it's it's different for the year because a to-do list for your year is really hard to actually keep track of. And you know, you can set all these outrageous things that you want to do this year, like exercise for an hour a day, seven days a week, or meditate for an hour every morning, or, you know, get the promotion, travel to X amount of countries, start waking up at 5 a.m. every day. All these things are to-do items, and some of them aren't even things you can check off because at the end of the year, what are you going to do? Like, if you didn't wake up every single day at 5 a.m., is that not a check on your to-do list? Like, did you not do that? So, Instead of focusing on what to do, and the list can go on and on. I mean, I shared a few, but like there's so many things that you can focus on for what to do. And this year, my boyfriend and I were talking about this and I was like, yeah, I don't really feel like putting together a list of every single thing I want to do this year. Like that sounds really overwhelming for me this year. I'm also in a very transitional part of my life. I'm graduating from grad school this year. I'm going to be traveling a lot hopefully this year and I don't really know my next steps fully. And so how am I supposed to write a to-do list? And I also don't really want to get into the little like things I want to do every single day because 
a big thing for me this year is trying to simplify my life, not add on habits and little things to my life. I do enough of those things and I don't know if you can relate. Maybe you do want to add things into your life, but that's just where I am right now. But regardless, even if you have things you want to do, my boyfriend brought up the idea of why don't we focus on what we want to be this year? And instead of making a to-do list for this year, why don't we make a to-be list of how we want to feel and the intention behind those tasks we want to get done? And so that idea really just hit home for me. And I really, really liked that perspective on why are we so attached to our to-do lists and me included like I have been attached to my to-do lists since I was in like sixth grade which is crazy but that's a whole other thing I'm trying to work on is letting go and being a little more go with the flow not so controlling with my life um but regardless we decided to make some to-be lists for this year and I didn't want to make this super long because I didn't want to have to have like so many things to think about every day. But some of the things on my to-be list for this year I wanted to share because I think this would be such a fun exercise to do and it probably won't take you that long. Um, And it just kind of helps set the framework for how you want to feel this year. So some of the things on my to-be list are being unconditionally loving and being impeccable with my energy. I've used that phrase a lot recently Um, even when I'm setting my intentions for the day, I really want to be very careful about where I'm putting my energy, what I'm allowing in, and just kind of not wasting time and wasting energy on things that don't really matter and aren't moving the needle in my growth, in my life, in my work, in all the aspects of my life. Um, Other things I want to be this year is joyful in my work and ruthless with my boundaries Um, accepting and cooperating with the flow of life is something I wrote as well. I was reading the book, The Surrender Experiment, I think last year, and he, he always was talking about the idea of like accepting or flowing with life or cooperating with the flow of life, surrendering to the flow of life. And I really, really like that, that notion of, you know, let's accept and cooperate with whatever comes our way today and not be so rigid. And like I said earlier, that is something I definitely want to work on. Um, Another thing on my to-be list is to be more grateful for all the blessings in my life and to kind of reinstate a gratitude practice and to be intentional with my time. And once again, that goes with the whole focus thing and just not really spending my time doing things that don't matter that are you know, blocking my growth instead of adding to my life and just being much more intentional, which goes back to the word intention. So those are some of the things on my to-be list for this year. I wanted to share that just to give you inspiration if you wanted to make a to-be list for 2023 on what you want to be and what you want to feel. And You know, I wanted to share a couple more tips for setting intentions for the new year if this kind of speaks to you. Um, Aside from doing a to-be list, which like I said, won't take that long and I think will really kind of change the way you feel about these New Year's intentions and goals. If it does work for you, this is my next kind of tip for setting intentions this new year. If it does work for you to write a list of goals, like not just doing what to be, but maybe you do have a to-do list as well, which is totally fine and I think I'm probably eventually going to make one, Um, but this is what I'm going to do with it is to, like I said earlier, focus on how I want to feel. And so when you write something that you want to do, focus on the feeling you want to have when you get that thing. Because when you are writing something down, 
It's like, why do I want to wake up at 5 a.m. every day? Why do I want to meditate every day? Is it because I want to feel more at peace? Is it because I want to feel more alive, more blissed out, more happy, more joyful, more loving? Like, what is the intention behind it? And this can actually kind of help you with the to-be list too as you're writing your to-do list. So you can kind of do them together, write your to-do list first, and then see the feelings you want out of each thing and add that to your to-be list. But Regardless, if you don't do the to-be list and that's not your thing, I encourage you to, when you write a goal or a resolution or an intention, focus on that feeling you want to have after it. Because, you know, I was listening to someone talk about this idea on Instagram, I think, and they were talking about how wanting to have a million dollars or whatever amount of money can be coming from two completely separate places. You could want it from a place of lack and from wanting to, you know, just be rich out of your ego and show off and tell people that you've become a millionaire, whatever it is. Or you could do it from a really loving place of wanting to, you know, have freedom and serve your family and provide for your loved ones and all these different things, the good things that can come out of having money. And so that feeling of, you know, free or freedom that's kind of what I would put on my to-be list if that was one of my goals to like make a certain amount of money. So that's kind of what I'm talking about with like the feeling behind it and the the kind of reason behind the intention, the reason behind the resolution. I think it's really important to kind of always ask yourself questions. Ask yourself, why do I want this? Why is this important to me? And I think that'll help you get a lot of clarity, but also help simplify your list because we don't want to have like a hundred things to think about all year because that can take up a lot of space in our brains and once again like I mentioned earlier lead to not really thinking about these things after maybe the end of January when we're kind of not in this new year's mode so that is my first kind of tip on that and another thing with writing a to-do list or the things you want this year your desires your goals anything is Of course, you can write, I want to get a million dollars. I'm using, I'm flowing with that example. There's so many things that you can want. But if you write the thing, but don't really put systems in place for you to get the thing, it's much less likely to happen. So I haven't quite made a list yet for this year, like I was saying, but one of the things I do want to do, and that comes from the to be part of like wanting to be more intentional with my time and impeccable with my energy is to go on my phone less and, you know, especially in the morning, stop going on my phone and going on social media and getting distracted so much. I was really good about it for a while and then I kind of fell back into that habit and I really, really don't like who I am when I have that habit. I don't like the way it makes me feel and, you know, going on social media first thing in the morning just doesn't set you up for success that day. And so, I have had like time limits for apps before, especially for Instagram and things like that, but At one point, I just started saying ignore limit and stopped following the limit, like with Instagram, for example, and then that made it okay in my brain to kind of ignore that limit every day. And so I needed something new to help me achieve this goal of not going on my phone in the morning, and it couldn't be just a limit for like social media apps. So the system that I've set in place is to install the downtime setting on my phone. So if you go to your settings and you click screen time, there's a little section called downtime. And so you can click that and pick certain hours 
where you literally can't go on any apps except for like whatever you allow in your always allowed section. So I went through and in my always allowed, I included like phone for emergencies, maps if I need to get somewhere early in the morning or something. And then my meditation app, because I do try to, you know, meditate every morning. And I do. That's something that I've been doing for a very long time. So like I need that app in the morning, but everything else, like my text messages, I think, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, like all the social things, those are not allowed between those those times that I set for myself in downtime. So I picked the hours between 10 p.m. and then I did like 9.30 a.m. because that's usually when I start my day and I'm done with my morning things, at least for now, and I can always change it. So, you know, it's it's flexible, but obviously I want to limit my time on social media, especially in the morning. So this is something that I found to help me do it. And I've really tried to be intentional about it in not ignoring the limits on any of the things so that I'm not in the habit of ignoring the limit. And I'll let you guys know what happens. I I haven't been doing it for that long, obviously. It's like January 9th when I'm recording this, but the whole point is that there's this new system in place in my life that was not there before. So it's something new for my brain to wrap its head around and some new type of habit that I can get used to instead of just being like, okay, now you're going to start following the time limits on your apps. Like we're going to not click ignore limit anymore. Like I don't think that that would work for me as well. So really sitting down and thinking about things that are very realistic for you to do and switching things up because when you get into a routine or a habit, whether it's good or bad, it's much harder to change than to kind of set a new one and change things up in that way. Or at least in my experience, that is the case. And I also really like habit stacking. So if your goal is something more like adding something to your kind of morning routine or whatever you want to do, maybe you want to start working out more, like stacking that with something else you already do in the morning. So you could pick something you do every day, like brush your teeth and then say every day after I brush my teeth, I'm going to go straight into my workout or whatever it is. And this is from the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, but this can work with a lot of things that you want to add into your life and can make it a lot easier to kind of implement new habits. So I think, you know, the systems and the the how to your goals are really, really important. So I kind of wanted to mention that as well. Okay, so my last sort of thing I wanted to talk about, my last tip with being intentional in this new year, setting your intentions and focusing on what you want to create this year. And I'm really trying not to give you guys the generic like what to do to set New Year's intentions and, you know, set smart goals, specific, measurable, achievable, like all those things. Of course, smart goals are great, but I'm trying to kind of go beyond all that. So this last thing is something that I saw someone else talking about and I talked about it on my Instagram and sort of shared my perspective on it. But um, I think it was Jenna Zoe, who is a human design expert. She was talking about on Instagram how instead of setting all these goals, even if it's just like five or six, why don't you just pick one thing and really, really focus on that one thing, put the systems in place for that one thing, really put your energy and your time and your mindset into achieving that one thing this year. If you pick that one thing, All of the momentum from you focusing on that goal and achieving it and really, really putting your energy into it will bleed into the other areas of your life. So if it's something based on your health, like a fitness goal that you have, if you're committed and you're keeping your promises and through that you're building your confidence and becoming the best version of yourself in that arena of life, 
that momentum and that positive energy and the the growth that comes from that will eventually cause you to see changes that are positive in other areas of your life, like your relationships and, you know, your work and whatever else it is that you want to grow. And so I really, really liked this idea because A, it challenged my beliefs a lot and it scared me because it's like, oh my God, just focusing on one thing, like that sounds kind of like you're letting go of every other thing you want this year and like you're kind of being lazy. But that's just a judgment, A. And B, I kind of agree with the idea that like making these promises to yourself, really taking aligned action on this goal will undoubtedly lead to positive changes in other areas of your life. And I've seen it myself. Once I started focusing on my health, my, you know, spiritual growth started to grow soon after. And my you know, whole mindset started to shift. And then I started becoming interested in other things that were related to like becoming the best version of myself. And I feel like that happens a lot, um, which is why I picked health, because once I got into health, it's like that was the gateway to everything else. And I've seen that with a lot of other people online as well. But I really, really like that idea of how the momentum from that one thing will spill into every other area of your life and essentially just help you with all the other things you want to create for yourself this year without having to think about all those other things constantly and add them to your to-do list and all these things. So I wanted to share that because if you're not big on resolutions or think all of this is bullshit, but still have things you want to do and achieve in your life and in this year, I feel like this is also a really great way to go into this year with intention without getting overwhelmed or kind of caught up in the endless to-do list of things. So even if you had this one goal and then picked a few to-bes in your to-be list, I feel like that's so much better than having this whole list of like 100 things you want to do, in my opinion, and I think it's so much more achievable. So that is kind of all I wanted to share on this topic. I didn't want it to be too overwhelming or have a million different tips on how to set intentions because once again, we're trying to keep it simple this year. I'm trying to keep things simple this year and that's one of my goals in my life, but also in what I share on here because I don't want these episodes to be like way too long and overwhelming for anyone and I personally like shorter podcasts. So let me know if this kind of shorter episode style from this episode and the one before is working for you guys if you like it if you prefer it um and I hope this really helped I hope you guys got something out of this and I would love to hear what's on your to-be list for this year if you decide to make one I'm really excited for all that's to come on the podcast this year it's been basically a year since I started it maybe like in 10 days it'll be a year but thank you guys so much for listening please rate and review this show if you enjoyed it. I would really, really appreciate that and share it with a friend, share it with someone you think this could help. And I wish you the best of luck in living a more intentional life in 2023. I'll talk to you guys all in the next episode and thank you again for listening. Bye.